This is the Self-Help Hipster Podcast, Season 3, Episode 4. Je moet bijna niks, which most of you can't understand, but we're going to be talking about important life lessons from the Self-Help Hipster. Hello and welcome to the Self-Help Hipster Podcast. Today, we're having a very special episode. Without the Self-Help Hipster. Without the Self-Help Hipster, but what... With a very dear friend of the Self-Help Hipster. I'm Susanna Herman, and I am the chairperson of the Self-Help Hipster fan club. Um, I've had a couple of mentions in earlier podcasts, but now I get to be on here myself. (laughs) Um, Welcome. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. The reason why you're here is because we are reviewing the book. By the Self-Help Hipster. The Self-Help Hipster, You Moot. Bijna niks, which yep. is translated to you don't have to do almost anything. <laughs> yeah, you have to do nearly nothing. Yeah, no, no, no that's, almost that's right. nothing. You don't have to do. You don't have to do anything almost. Much. <laughs> yeah. So we think maybe the self-help hipster should have thought about translatability for the title yeah. because she's not going to go international with something that we can't translate. That's um, funny because we are having an. English conversation right now about a Dutch book about a Dutch book so okay yeah do you have to introduce yourself or do we just know who you are um <laughs> no <laughs> I'm Andrew Jin <laughs> see I am usually the co-host what's the guy's name from the André van Dijn Frans van Dusgoten Frans van Dusgoten so who is Frans van Dusgoten today and who is André van Dijn today um we'll see we'll, we'll see, see. Yeah, we'll okay. see I think you have the right to be André van Duin. I think what happens is you move up and then you get a new André, a new Frans van Duschoten. So that's because the big boss is not here. André so van Duin is not here. Yeah. Uh, so now we have to have a new André and a new Frans van Duschoten. I'll gladly take that role today. Yes. This is just so that all the international listeners, listeners to this podcast have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah, and we're going to be reviewing already, a so book in Dutch. They're gone. They're, <laughs> they heard they're, they heard your mood nicks. Yeah. They're gone. If but, you're still here... We'll try and speak as little Dutch as possible. And I think we can do this. <laughs> All right. So um, maybe you can tell the people who you are. Yeah. So I'm Susanna Herman. I'm uh, a friend of Liana's. Uh, we make um, YouTube films sometimes together, uh, but they're also in Dutch. Sorry. And I'm a teacher at a secondary school. And um, I also do a lot of cooking. And I'm uh, constantly uh, attempting to live my best life. Cool. You have a catering service, right? Yes, yes. Awesome. And are you busy during the holidays right now? Uh, no, I've uh, given myself two weeks off. Awesome. Yeah. So just after I decided I was going to have two weeks off, somebody said, do you want to come and cook on Friday? So the Friday before the holidays start. And yeah. I was so pleased I'd booked something else because I thought, <laughs> I don't want to cater for your family. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So today we have the book in front of us. Yes. And the whole reason why Liana is not here because we are going to talk about the book. Yeah. Behind her back. And we yes, because we didn't want to hurt her feelings by talking exactly. about how much we think it sucks in front of her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean we we will tell her that we did this yeah. later. Yeah. We love her. Yeah. But we're going to talk about her behind her back right now. All right. So let's go. Yeah. Starting with 
the cover who did this cover this cover is just so beautiful it's um, i mean it must be a genius who designed it must it. be i mean it's yeah. so fresh and it looks yeah, like nothing i've ever seen before no and really beautiful design and artwork it's beautiful and i'm just looking inside the book and, now yeah and it says here that the cover was designed by this amazing genius called andrew chin do you know this guy i i've heard of i've heard about him yeah I've heard about him Is too. He's like super famous. Yeah, he has legendary status. Apparently, he does podcasts. Hmm. Also, podcasts. Also, podcasts. Like yeah. Everybody's doing podcasts yeah. these days. It's just like, uh, yeah. We should look him up because he's amazing. Yeah. Good picture as well of Liana awesome, wearing yes. uh, one of her favorite um, Adidas sweaters. Always the Adidas sweaters. Always the it's Adidas very sweaters. Very iconic. Yeah. It's becoming a, a, a ki- iconic feature of her yeah. outfits always. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Also in the back, a nice Adidas picture. Is that a nice Adidas picture in the back? Yeah. Yeah. She's laughing on the one in the back. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Adidas. Adidas. Yeah. So, um, Adidas, you need to get your shit together and start sponsoring Liana because she is really trying (laughs) um, to spread the word about how awesome you guys are. So just come on, give her a couple of sweaters. Yeah. So I'm looking at the book. The first page is, oh, a sign. This is a signed copy. Yeah, mine's signed too. Awesome. With a pink pen. With a pink pen. And what does it say? Mine says, dear, dear Zan, because Liana calls me Zan, because I think I, I saw in your book as well, uh, Liana always has to reduce everybody's name to a single syllable. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, she calls you Drew, I Drew, think. Drew, yeah. yeah. Mine says, dear, dear Zan, thank you for everything. From moral support, which she spelt wrong, to wine sessions, from the typo list to catering, but most of all for being an awesome ride or die friend. Onwards to bubbles, as in champagne, cheese and wine. Love you, Liana. Awesome. So you did you also get the signature at the party? No, I got it later on because I didn't have my book in yet. My book came in later. So we, we Andrew and I saw each other at the book release yeah. party. Um, and everybody had the book, but we didn't. No, uh, you bought it there. No, mine I was bu- at home. I bought an extra copy no, they were, they there. Were, yeah. No, actually, there were two book release parties. And I went to the first book release party and I didn't actually have the book. And then at the second book release party, I'd already finished the book. Okay. But it was at home and she hadn't written in it yet. And she wrote it, I think she wrote in it when she was here. I think maybe the pink pen that she signed it with is actually mine. Uh-huh. But I'm not sure. Okay. So I got mine uh, at the party. I, I bought an extra copy just to get assigned copy what are you doing with the other copy keeping it clean um i gave it away i gave it as a gift no you gotta spread the word it's a very good gift people it is a very good gift. it's a very good gift if (laughs) there's people you love you can give them this book and you're just in time for the holidays just and if the people you feel reasonably enthusiastic about you can give them the book yeah if the people you don't give a shit about just give them the book (laughs) it's for everybody yeah so so what does your what does your thing say uh, there, Drew, my creative partner in crime, to many and much more awesomeness. There you go. X O, X O, Diana. Wow. We were just uh, saying you can give this book to anyone. Yes. Are you sure? Is that true? No. Is this book for everybody? I don't know. I thought, um, but there's one thing that, but I'm gonna have to ask you. Do you think this is a girl book? No. No. So there you go. So you can give it to. Absolutely not. You don't have to only give it to women. You can give it to guys of all kinds and any other kind of gender. 
yeah. denomination. So, just this book is uh, Liana's first book. Yes. Um, it, the title is... Uh, you already heard yeah, the title. You don't need to do <laughs> nothing. Don't, don't, yeah, Almost exactly. nothing. <laughs> and um, it's... What is it? Ba- it this is It's a self-help book, right? It's a it's self-help, self-help book, book, but it's also about her life. Yeah. So, she's using her life up to now um and to to demonstrate self-help possibilities yeah and it's it's um it's like a self-help book about self-help yeah yeah because she was reading all this self-help while she was living her life yeah um so she referenced so she references the self-help while she's talking about her life it's like the best of everything she has learned yep and then summarized it in a book, right? Yeah. So there's reading tips as well. So every mm-hmm. every chapter has a a, a TLDR chapter or section, um, and which then, is amazing, by the way. Yeah. I love the TLDRs. Yeah, I love TLDRs too. And I love the fact that she put TLDRs in the beginning of every chapter, and even at the end of the book, she ends the book with a TLDR. Yeah. <laughs> this is amazing. So at the beginning of, do this. at the beginning of every chapter we have a TLDR at the end of the book we have a TLDR and at the beginning of every chapter we have a probably translated as a woo woo scale. Oh, the woo the woo scale. scale. Yeah. Yes. Um so that is classic Liana. Yeah. And that's that that's what really makes the book is because I think it's exactly her tone of voice. Yeah. And it ends with book tips. So if you yeah. want to read more about something that's mentioned in the in the chapter. Then so there's the TLDR, there's the woo woo scale, there's the book tips at the end, and then there's sometimes there's a life tip to a life tip too. Yeah, yeah. So that's and that's really good because then you know what to read and you can reference some chapters and the chapters have very clear titles. So if you want to know something about I don't know love, then you go to chapter eleven, which is about love. And that has that so that has a, a number eight on the woo woo scale. Yeah. Um, but you can so you ha- you can read the book from cover to cover, and you can look up various chapters if you have some questions about anything. Yeah, and then we have to talk about the main theme of the book. What do you think is the main theme of the book? What is this book about? Um, I would say this book is about Liana's vision on life. Yeah. Yeah. View on life, maybe not vision, or, or is it a vision? the current state of her life life yeah but there's some after the burnout yes yes so it's also about the burnout um which liana had which she is very honest about yeah she had some unpleasant experiences and then she went through some, through some tough times and she couldn't work for a bit um but she managed to get through it mm-hmm. and um so she didn't give up. I quite like that. I'd say yeah. that's one of the most important life lessons. Some people think if you have a burnout, then that's it. Yeah. Things go wrong. You just give up. You stay home. You cry. Mm-hmm. Um, and the good thing about this, the way she describes it, is that she says, yes, you can stay home and you can cry. Yeah. But then at some point, you're going to have to pull your trousers back up and get back to work. Yep. And do things. Yeah. I, I really like the honesty um, because she didn't have to do it. But... Yeah. This really makes the book, in my opinion. Yes. The, the fact that this is a very like hot topic. 
right now. Yeah. I mean, I see a lot of people around me. Yeah. Who either suffer from a burnout or are on their way to a burnout. To a burnout. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know if it's part of this generation, but yeah, what? I, well, when, I think it is. Yeah. I'm older than everybody. I'm 43. Um, and I noticed that this is this burnout epidemic. I think is probably yeah. very much a millennial thing really? at the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think what's not helping is that we're, uh, or we, you guys, are constantly y'all, y'all, all you millennials, <laughs> all, all you, of y'all, all you young millennial types are constantly connected online. Um, feeling all kinds of pressure to live yeah. your best life, but also because you never switch off. So, um, you're co- so there's the constant pressure to do things and yeah. to build your CV and to do all kinds of stuff. So if if you if you look at a CV of a 24 year old now, they've they've done their studies at the university and they've been a member of at least two uh, committees and they've been they studied abroad. And they speak at least three languages, of which one of them is useless. So that's <laughs> they speak Dutch, English, and Klingon. Uh, and hey, that's not useless. No, it's no, it's true. It's not useless, but it's a bit of a waste of time. Uh, but it, there's this just this pressure always to be so amazing. Yeah, true. Um, that you know, when I was young, we were just really pleased if somebody could read a book. Well, that's not true. But you I mean you had to have a good degree and you have to do some stuff. But you didn't have to be basically all you needed all to time. have is a good degree, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like then you were set. Then you're fine. Yeah. yeah. And now you have to have a good degree, but you also have to have an amazing LinkedIn page. I really hate LinkedIn. Um, oh, me too. LinkedIn sucks. I hate it with a passion. And it's ugly as well. Oh. It's really Ugh. bad. Yeah, yeah. So we need to get rid of LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah. And then all these people share all this thing, these things that you're supposed to find interesting, and they're not. No. On LinkedIn. No. So, I mean, millennials have killed Facebook. So, the next thing you can... If you're out there, millennials, can you kill Kill LinkedIn? LinkedIn. (laughs) (laughs) We don't need it anymore. Please. finished, yes. There's this really old 43-year-old lady talking to you now to say, can you kill (laughs) LinkedIn for me? Yeah. Okay. Um, I would say this book is almost like an antidote to this yeah millennial burnout threat yes because she's been through it yeah and she writes about it and then the second half of the book explains how you can perhaps avoid getting a burnout yeah yeah could you it could is it fair enough to say that is it safe to say i think it's safe to say that the second yes yes so she wants you to learn from her experiences yeah, not that you're gonna, no, but no, she because, wants you to. Because and all you idiots you. are going to get your own burnouts. Because yeah. you, but you have a right. <laughs> you have a right to get your own burnout on your own terms. But at least you'll have a book <laughs> that when you're recovering from your burnout, you'll read it and you'll think, oh, maybe if I did that, then I wouldn't have had this burnout. <laughs> and we'll be there to say, yes, you had the book, idiot. Yeah. And the yeah. book says, hey, chill out. Chill out. You don't have to do all these things. You don't yeah. have to post beautiful pictures of your breakfast on Instagram every morning. You can just eat it up. You can just have a peanut butter sandwich and get on with it. Exactly. Which is true. I really think it's a shame nobody posts pictures of a peanut butter sandwich on Instagram. 
You know what? I'm gonna do that today. Yeah, I'll do it too. I'll I'll do a peanut butter sandwich without jelly. Yeah, and we'll make it look exactly as it is, <laughs> like a piece of bread with peanut butter on it. Classic. Classic. Uh, so you can just say, I really like the idea that you don't have to constantly strive to become the best version of yourself, whichever that is, but you probably, you should consider that maybe you already are the best version of yourself. Yeah. At least you're the best version of yourself up to now. That would be a good thing. If you can say, okay, um, I'm growing um, and it's on an upward line and I'm the best version I am of myself now, but that doesn't mean that there could never be a better version. It could just mean this is the version that's yeah. really good that I'm happy with now. I like that. And she has, she says, sometimes you can be lazy, sometimes you can do nothing, yeah. sometimes you can switch your phone off. Um, you can do whatever you want. So the book's called You Moot Bene Nix, which means you don't nearly need to do nothing, nearly. Um, and the nearly is that there are a couple of things she thinks you do have to do. And one of them is uh, don't be a dick. So you have to be a good mm-hmm. person and you have to make sure that you can be a good person. And the other thing is um, something like you need to make sure that you have enough money uh, to do what you need to do so you can survive. But you don't have to go insane, buy a big house, have a big Tesla. You don't uh, have to. You don't have to. If, you, if this is what you want to, yeah. if it's your dream, if it's your dream, that's yeah. I think that's the main, the main yeah. point. If it is your dream, then you can go for it. Yeah. But you don't have to go for anybody else's dreams. Exactly. Yeah. Even though society tells you right now that you have to. Yeah. Sort of, in a way. Yes. You don't. You don't. You don't. You, you don't. Yeah. So you don't have to. Uh, Liana writes also writes quite a bit about relationships and yes. how she got into a relationship and the idea that uh, you might want to have children, but you don't have to have children, and you have to work it out for yourself. Yeah. If that's what you want, which is good. Which is good. Yeah. Quite a lot of people, they think, oh, I'm in a relationship now, so now we have to move in together. Next phase is we buy a house together. Next phase is we have children. No, we get married. Next phase is we have children. Or you can do it the other way around if you're a real hipster because it's really (laughs) nice to have your children present at your wedding. Oh, yeah. So then you have to get married after (laughs) you have the babies um, because that makes makes for better pictures. Yeah, you can have your own bridesmaids. It's really good. Just make your own bridesmaids. It's cheap as well. It's awesome. It's really cheap. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also good because then they're in the pictures and then yeah, they're yeah, present yeah, at the yeah. most important time of your life. And See, it's I'm so not, cute. Like, I'm not married. I'm, I've been in the same relationship for 20 years and I don't think ma- getting married is necessary. But I think it's kind of nice if you have your children in your pictures. Yeah. <laughs> not, not that anybody cares really. But anyway, if you want to get married and you're in the Leiden area, by the way, I am an uh, ordained people marrier. So you can find me. Oh, you are. That's yep. so cool. Yep. I've only so married. you like to marry people, but you don't like to marry yourself. Exactly. Yes. That is mean. Well, no, not necessary. <laughs> it's like, I ain't doing that. <laughs> not necessarily. Most of my job consists of telling people off, but I don't tell myself off. <laughs> yeah. If you want to do this, I'll do it. But I'll do it. Yeah. Are you sure? Are, are you, you really sure? sure? Are you sure this guy is not a dickhead? No. <laughs> You have to think about that. You have to answer, ask, ask for these questions. Ask these questions to these people. That's cool. I like weddings too, but I don't like. Oh, I like weddings. I like getting dressed up for weddings, yeah. and I like parties, and I like people who are in love. I like criticizing weddings. Yeah, me too. Yeah, but I don't believe that your wedding is the most 
should be the most beautiful day of your life. The most beautiful oh, day of your life true. should be your book release party <laughs> or um, when you get your degree or when you do something really awesome. So maybe the most beautiful day of your life is the day you manage to put your pants on with the, with the front to the front. Um, but whatever. But a, having a party is not the most beautiful day of your life. It shouldn't be. No. And that's also, I mean, also about babies that I always think. You just, I mean, I can understand that give, giving birth to a baby is not yeah. easy. But basically, you just got laid. I mean, it's not something really awesome you've achieved. You just got laid and managed to have a baby. The thing is, we're being bullied into thinking that. Yeah. We're being bullied into thinking that it should be the most beautiful day of your life. Yeah. Which brings extra stress when you're not feeling like. Yeah. And then you get people behaving like bridezillas running oh, around. Exactly. Saying, like, yeah, I have to wear these fancy dresses. It has to be oh. perfect. Yeah. And then at the moment supreme, you're like, why doesn't this feel like the most beautiful, yeah. most amazing day ever? Yeah. Well, why are these people, why is this woman with this red dress sitting next to this woman with this pink dress? Doesn't you know she's fucking up my pictures? Oh, gross. It's terrible. And you know what's the worst thing ever? Is like table seating. I hate that. Table seating? Like, is it called table seating? When you have the names, when you... Yeah, sort of seating plans. Seating plan? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Because then you sort of put, then people think, people, oh yeah, you speak English, so you can sit next to my uncle uh, from South Africa. People hate it. Yeah. Everybody hates it. Why do you keep doing that? Yeah. So how did you met? How did you meet them? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I'm not very good at small talk, really. So <laughs> anyway, so Liana would probably say, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. You can go and sit somewhere else. Yeah might cost you a couple of friends, but you can go and sit somewhere else. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. Without being a dick. I love it. I love that this book is like the anti-noise to uh, all this performance yeah. self-help. Yeah. This but... Is, this, is, this is like also performance self-help, but living a healthy, normal... Yeah. Uh, like mentally... 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 Health. Fit yeah. life. Like, this book will save you if you read it and you follow the instructions. Yeah. It will save you from destruction. Yeah. Or a burnout. Or a burnout. Or listening to other people's ideas of what you should be doing. So you make up, it teaches you, I think it teaches you to make up your own mind. Yeah. And also to take responsibility for yourself. Yeah. I like that. I think quite it's it's quite easy if you have a burnout to um sort of become a victim. Mm-hmm. And Liana refuses to become a victim. Um yeah. and I like that. She's yeah. she's uh I mean she's obviously we know her she's fearless, but um in this book as well she said you 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 can you can do whatever you want just don't apologize for it. So if you want to be lazy for a day, then take a day off. Uh, if you want to do nothing, then you just do nothing. Yeah. I want to go back to um, applauding her for writing about her burnout because just admitting that you had one is is so amazing because she also says it's one of the, the today's cliches. It's like, oh, really? You too? Yeah. Which makes it even worse if yeah. it happens to you. Yeah. Right? It, yeah. I can imagine if I would have a burnout, 
I would feel exactly the same way You're so weak. as she. You probably it's feel, like, yeah. oh, now I'm one of those people, all of these people, like yeah. who, this trend yeah. that's going on. Yeah. So how, you have a burnout, this, you have, how a, did this you have a tattoo, <laughs> you say, so all that kind of stuff. Oh, I have, I have both. <laughs> have a tattoo like and the, a burnout. It's like the millennial checklist. Instagram account, check. Burnout, check. Yeah. Tattoo, check. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And, it, to, and to just come out saying that, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Because then you can move on. Yeah. And she does. And she does. Yeah brilliantly yeah. because uh oh there's this one thing we were talking about this uh before it's like she used to be a coordinator and then um liana went on to the radio show BNR. to, to bayonair also in dutch also in dutch to uh talk about her book to promote the book but she was also invited to talk about the millennial burnout epidemic and she said, yes, I was a coordinator and this gave me a lot of stress. And then Rulof Hemen, who is the presenter, he said, you should not ever become a coordinator of something. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> this is an important life lesson. Yeah. It's an important thing. I am a coordinator and I think he's probably right. Yeah. <laughs> what is the alternative, though? What if you become a coordinator? Can you manage yourself into becoming something else so you can avoid the burnout yes i think so i think um if you coordinate something if you have a, a position where you have to work with other people and you're sort of in charge i think the most important thing is to make sure you don't work too hard and you can also you 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 learn to believe that you don't have to solve everybody's problems immediately uh-huh that helps that helps yeah and not expect perfection Always, yeah. But I mean, that's even if you're not a coordinator, but you're just a worker, you need to stop um, expecting perfection and demanding perfection from yourself. Yeah. Because it's not going to happen. If you write something and you give it to somebody else and say, what do you think about this? They will always have some suggestions. Yeah. So if you think that any kind of criticism means somebody telling you your beautiful, perfect baby is actually ugly and looks like a gremlin, then then you're not going to be able to deal. No. So you need to accept that there will be criticism. People will not love everything you do. Uh, and you're not the unicorn shitting rainbows. No. And there's no such thing. Well, I as am, perfection. obviously. But yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry there, yeah. there are. We are. Yeah. Course, and the cover of this book. The cover of this book <laughs> is definitely perfect. <laughs> What is your recipe or vision on avoiding a burnout or living a life that is burnout free? Uh, for me, I'd say um, you need to take time for yourself. You need to lighten up. Mm -hmm. um, you don't have to do everything. Uh, ask for help is part of the recipe. Ooh, good one. Say no. Say yes. Also, say, sometimes mm -hmm. you just need to say yes to something. If there's something you really want to do, then do it. And also, um, for me, to-do lists are important. Um, and I'm pretty good at having to-do lists uh, and that also balance out how much time I have. So I can say, I, am, I have no shame in saying, 
uh, I will put this on my to-do list, but I am not going to do this this week. It'll be next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have any time for that this week. Yeah. Um, and I will say I'm not having any more meetings with people unless they're actually on fire and they need to see me, <laughs> uh, because otherwise I can speak to them next week. And how did you uh, learn to do this? I had a burnout. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I had a burnout. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I'm like millennial this, mummy. <laughs> I just do everything you guys do before you guys do it. No. Um, yeah, I had a burnout, uh, and I decided I was going to do other things. I decided I never want a full time job. Actually, I, I mean, I work. I probably work fifty to sixty hours a week, but I don't have a one job where I do everything. Uh, so I have time and energy to do other things that I like. All right. Uh, I think most of the people who have burnout actually are very good at working very hard. Uh, but oh, absolutely. But working very hard on the same thing or working very hard only on things they don't like, that's what's yeah. going to fuck you up. Or not being appreciated. Yeah. Yes, but I also think... Um, not being appreciated is not the same as not being validated. Okay. And, and I think quite a lot of people get a lo- sort of confuse yeah. constant validation with appreciation. And I think this is probably because you want likes uh, on everything you do. Uh, because if I put a picture up on Instagram, I will get likes. Um, but if I make a, if I write something, yeah. um, then people aren't going to start running around giving me likes on the, something that I write. Um, because this is a it's a different kind of mm-hmm. product, uh, and sometimes people will say that was that was good work you did, and that's appreciation. Sometimes people will not say that was shitty work you did. That's also appreciation if they don't say it. Yeah, and sometimes they'll say oh, you need to correct these typos, and then it's fine. But that's all appreciation. Yeah. What is validation? Validation is uh, constant. Well, I think I think sort of the need for validation is that you constantly want people to tell you how amazing you are and how wonderful it is what you did, um, and that's just not. I mean, that's just not, that doesn't happen in the real world. I don't think. Not to me, anyway. Maybe I'll have another burnout. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> now, what, what? Sometimes I see people working hard, and it's usually the hardworking people who get the burnout, mm. and. I see people maybe working their ass off and then the budget gets cut even more. And then they work their ass off and then management cuts their budget even more. Yeah. It's like it's the 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 opposite of appreciation or yeah, from the company, let's say. Yeah, but maybe the management thinks, "Oh, this person does such good work. This person doesn't need three other people walking around there because this person can do everything perfectly well yeah, by themselves. Yeah, that's, an, that's and another then explanation that, that of that. Really yeah. does, no, but it doesn't help. I mean, no. obviously it doesn't help and it's not it's not a, it's not good management to um, no. dump all over people. Yeah. But sometimes people work really hard and then I think what kind of validation or appreciation do you actually want for this? Because people telling you you did good work doesn't, necessarily mean that you believe it yourself uh or that true true uh, or that you get what you want you don't need compliments people don't need i don't think you need compliments for what you do i think you need to be seen and to feel like people are aware of what you're doing 
Yeah. Um. Yeah, I like that's a that's I like paychecks as well as a sign yeah. of appreciation. Yeah. 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 Because nothing says thank you like twenty dollars <laughs> in the waistband. Come on. <laughs> I don't know what movie that was, but I love that. Yeah. That scene is like, uh, you know, this this girl works for this guy and this, she says like uh, you never say thank you and then you guys like that's what the money is for <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> oh it was madman yeah. yeah okay yeah <laughs> you never say thank you yeah <laughs> exactly that's what the money is for see i i and i would think it's really important for me and that's an important sign for appreciation for me in my work is if people leave me alone to do my work so if my boss is not constantly micromanaging me, that for me, that is a sign of appreciation. Uh-huh. So just leave me alone and let me do my job. I'm fine. I can I can fix this. Yeah. Um, and for some people, that doesn't work that way. So you also have to be very clear about what you need Yeah. Uh, and get what you need. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think people, sh- people need to work out what they want and what they need. Yeah. yeah. There's a chapter in the book where... Liana talks about listening to yourself. Yeah. Um, and then also she says, sometimes you have to just pull through. So both of those things are tips. Yeah. But I find it a little hard to understand the part about listening to yourself. Because how do you do that? How do you do that? Because... Liana says you can sometimes be lazy. Yeah. And then you just declare that day as a day off. That's fine. Yeah. But how do you how do you tell yourself that it's all right? Because also some things have to be done and you may find yourself in this guilt trip. Yeah. I think the important thing is to stop feeling guilty. I think that's one of the important lessons from this book mm-hmm. um, you don't need to feel guilty if you're doing something for yourself or if you're taking care of yourself however that works yeah but is there a trick to get to that level because if w- this is this is for me when 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 I did not schedule some time off mm-hmm. and I feel maybe I listen to myself and like I'm tired and then I just do stop doing anything and then just sit and do nothing for a few hours. Mm-hmm. I might feel guilty because I'm supposed to be doing something. Yeah. But when I schedule something, some time off, then I'm fine. Then it's like this is scheduled time off. Yeah. Well, that's how it starts. I think if you if it's hard for you to take time off mm-hmm. spontaneously, then you schedule it for yourself, and then eventually you learn. And then you take more time off for yourself. Okay. I think, I mean, you, you work you work with other people as well, don't you? So you? Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes when you're all working together in a team, it's better um, to stop working for 10 minutes and to talk about TV or music mm-hmm. or look out the window or whatever, food, yeah. fun things. And it's not like you lose 10 minutes of productivity time. You don't. You're probably more pro- productive when you come back from these ten minutes. And oh if, yeah, yeah. And if this works for a team, then it works for you. Also mm. for you by yourself. Yeah. So sometimes you're working really hard and you've worked ten hours a day, and then you need to do something stupid. Yeah. 
uh, and you can schedule it, but sometimes it doesn't work that way. Sometimes you can't schedule it because you you don't know you need it at that time. Yeah. Um, I schedule going to the movies because they start at a specific time, so I have to be there. Yeah. I don't ske- schedule Netflix binging sessions because <laughs> ne- Netflix is always there, uh, which is a good thing and a bad thing at the same which time. Which is a good thing and a yeah. bad thing because yeah, yeah. Once yeah. you fall into the trap, yeah. Once you start watching Ow. series, Ow, I have a cat. Andrew's being eaten me. by my cat now. I have a cat on my lap right now. She's called Mouse. Mouse. She's very nice. And she just had her nails in my uh, thigh. Yeah. You know something? There's this theory I have about um, scheduling free time. Yeah. Because I think that's one of the most important things is maybe schedule your holidays uh, out up front. Yeah. When the year starts. Yeah. So now that we are approaching the end of the year, I'm already thinking about next year, how that is going to how I'm going to schedule my free time. Yeah. And I think that is a very good trick yeah. to to be able to work as hard as I want to work. Because I think people can work really hard. Yeah. They can work super hard and it's not about how hard you work. I think it's about how you manage your hard work and free time. How you know that you know if you know you're going to be free by Friday yeah. and have a week off. That's amazing. Then yeah. you can work your yeah. ass off yeah. and nothing will happen to you. Yeah. For because me it's, you know you're going to be free. Yeah. If you don't know you're going to be free and you're working your ass off then all the time. Yeah, then it's just then you just feel like a robot. Then something is going to happen to you to stop your yeah. body from freaking out. Yeah. Your body will tell you, <laughs> this it's is over. it, mate. Yeah, this is it. You get the flu now. I don't know if that's correct. Yeah. But I think... It works. For some people, other things work, though. Uh, for instance, I don't necessarily need to travel. Okay. No. I'm not particularly interested in travel, but mm. I like going to museums. Yeah. Um, and um, for me, uh, for instance, uh, Christmas is a big deal. Uh, and it's also, I think it's a teacher thing as well because you have to work really hard and then there's two yeah. weeks off at the end of the year and it's yeah. amazing. So Christmas is like, like beautiful. And my birthday is in July, so it's the other way. Uh, so I have sort of two six-month periods yeah. that end in amazing days. <laughs> so um, I've had a lot of birthdays, but I still think birthdays are so amazing. And Christmas is the same thing. So I start buying presents for people in uh, October yeah, 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 and yeah. I just have a real, real fun thinking about it. So it's like planning or scheduling. Uh-huh. Uh, something that's important and something that's fun and something that you like. And I like uh, booking tables at restaurants for three for in three weeks' time. Oh, that is awesome! Yeah. So then you know oh, I'm going to go yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I look at the menu online, and then every day. So in case the menu's changed, well, not necessarily every day, but I look at it quite a lot, and I really enjoy preparing for things like this. You know, working out what you're going to wear. Uh, so that that works. That and works. It, yeah. So you have sort of little mental holidays. Yeah. Also, while you're planning it, it's fun to plan it. Absolutely. Um, and it's good. And I think it's important that you take time. And I think everybody, this would work for everybody. You, if you take time to create, mm-hmm. um, it's quite easy to consume all the time. But it's good to create. And create doesn't necessarily have to be big art. Yeah. Or writing uh, writing a book or... I don't know, making a movie. 
or drawing, but it could be cooking or maybe just making a small drawing or writing something that you don't want ever want anybody to read. It could be an amazing tweet. You could write the tweet <laughs> of the century and feel creative. Yeah. But it's really good if you feel creative. I think if you if you're just working and doing other people's work and not feeling creative, then then you feel like a ro- robot as well. Yeah. Yeah. If you spend all your time for instance on Instagram looking at other people's pictures, yeah. then you're just consuming. Why do you think creating is so so important? Because I think if you create, then then you're bringing out what's special about you. Oh, nice. Yeah. All that matters is creating, right? Yeah, yeah. So everybody and, is creating. And you see things that, like the big companies are, create, are giving their people time yeah. to create. So the, the yeah. Google, yeah. Is, uh, yeah. they have the, was it like one day a month or something ridiculous? Yeah, like they yeah, can, yeah, they yeah. have... I mean, or one day a week or something. And some of the really great ideas at Google have have come out of mm-hmm. these when these days when the people get to do what they want and think about what they want and have their own ideas. Yeah. Also, quite a lot of useless shit has yeah, come yeah, out yeah. of that as well. But that doesn't matter. You can you can create crappy stuff as well. It doesn't always have to be perfect. Yeah. Um, if you if you put a lot of time and energy into something and you've made it, then sometimes um, the product is the creation, and sometimes the time you spent in in education you learn from something if i cook something that doesn't taste right um then i have then i'm still thinking about what i could do next time to make sure it mm-hmm. tastes right yeah i like that i like this a lot create stuff people <laughs> create stuff make stuff and so oh, and sometimes yeah. you need to do nothing yeah true i was a guilt free doing nothing also with meditation I I I hear a lot of people saying I'm not doing it right. I don't know if this is the right way for me, or I can't do it. Yeah. And I always say like, did you did you go and sit? Yeah. Did you just did you sit do that? down? Yeah. Yeah. Then you did it right. Yeah. Yeah. There's exactly. no right or there's no right or wrong. Yeah. You don't get graded for no. meditation. <laughs> it's like like oh right, you're really good at meditating, or you're going <laughs> you're going next level. Yeah. The fact that you did it is yeah. enough. Yeah, you don't you don't get to level up when you meditate. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you just sat down and I I usually do my meditation in the bus on my way to school. Oh. I mean I wear headphones and I awesome. have my and I have my Headspace app. Uh-huh. Uh I have a year long streak. A year oh, a year and two days. I'm so proud God. of myself. I uh, yeah, I just messed up my Duolingo streak yesterday, <laughs> oh, that's but my meditation streak is still there. So I went for 150 days on my Duolingo to zero, but my Which meditation streak is Italian. Italian? Yeah, yeah, ah, yeah. That's but awesome. My meditation streak is still going strong. <laughs> uh, I did it for a year, but this, this, you get badges, and yeah, I really yeah. like badges. Uh, but the last badge is the year badge, so I might as well take a day off now because there's never going to be a two-year badge, which is a shame. Okay. And also... Because I had a subscription uh-huh. at Headspace, the only way they celebrated the fact that I did a 365-day streak was deducting 90 pounds on my PayPal to celebrate because I'd finished the year. So then you have to pay for the next year. So the subscription ended, and I got a new subscription. So yeah. it was kind of I, I mean, I, I wanted a badge not to pay money. <laughs> I just wanted a prize. I wanted a meditation prize. See, so this is what you mean. I need a prize. You need a prize. Yeah. <laughs> I need somebody to email me and say you're really awesome at meditation, <laughs> but they didn't. Um, but I mean, 
I, so I'm, I, I do my meditation in the bus and sometimes I'm really good at it for 10 minutes and sometimes I fall asleep after three minutes. I, and that's fine. Maybe that's you fine. needed to sleep. Yeah. I can say that as a rule. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. Yes. Right? I think I think maybe if we translate this, if this book is translated, yeah. it, it's fine. It's fine. Should be, it's almost fine. Yeah. It's Yeah. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah, you're fine. What's your favorite part of the book? My favorite part of the book is when Liana mentions me, obviously. Um, no, not really. Well, that's also fine. Uh, that's also, I like, my favorite part of the book is the, um, the the advice to take a day off or to take some time off um, and, to, and the way she talks about uh, that you don't have to do everything. It's a, yeah, charging up, recharging by doing nothing. I like that. All right, cool. Yeah, what's your favorite part? Uh, the ending. I think this book has one of the best endings. You mean Dewey? Of all books. <laughs> That's the last <laughs> no, word. The last no, word no. is Dewey. It's the part where she speaks about that your life has already started. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That is profound. Yeah. That is profound stuff, Liana. Yes, it's definitely. Not, it's like, it's not going to happen later. Nope. It's already happening. Nope. Yeah. Your life is already happening. Life so is don't, now. So don't just be thinking about the future and it'll be better later or it'll be once I reach this milestone, then I will be happy. No, no, no. It's already happening. Yep. And to be aware of that is really good. Yeah. Because then you can enjoy every day a little bit more. Yeah. It's already Hopefully. started. Yeah. I really think that's great. And I like the 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 build up of the book. Yeah. This is how it starts and then the midpoint and then the ending is so so good. Yeah. And that's what you need. Is there something you don't like about the book? Um it's not that I don't like it, but you can say it. Yeah. Okay, so uh we talked about this just now. Um, and it's Liana, not, it's, not, it's not about Liana. Liana mentions it. It's not. We decided it's not about Liana. It's about her publisher because yeah. there's the uh, there, we have the first edition. The second yeah. edition is out, um, and the editor um, has left rather a lot of typos in the first edition. But you can't That's even buy the first edition now, so you can just buy it in the second edition. The second edition is perfect. It's shiny and perfect and golden. Uh, yeah, and uh, so obviously, if you uh, don't speak Dutch. You can't read it, even though she uses probably English words once, once or twice a page. Um, but that's <laughs> yeah. that's a bit much. I mean, it's a bit hard to read um, just one or two books a, pa a page, uh, one or two words a page. Um, but if you do speak Dutch, I mean, it's just a really good read. It's a really good read. It's like reading a huge tweet. Yeah, it's a really huge. It's, it's a hundred. extremely it's, it's, in the tone of voice yeah. of the self-help hipster, and it's amazing. Yeah, and she's funny, and I she's was laughing, serious. Laughing the whole time. Yeah, she's funny. And she's serious at the same time, and um, she says quite a lot of really serious, important stuff without making you feel like you're being taught. Yeah, which like is it. good. Spoonfuls so, of sugar. Do we recommend the book? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yes, we totally recommend the book. You need to read this book. And you need to buy it as well because we need to get to the third edition, to the fourth edition, to the fifth edition, exactly. to we world need to domination. Make this a classic. 
Yeah. yeah. It needs to be translated into yes. English into and English. French and Japanese and Japanese and Italian. And I can do this except I and Klingon. I just messed up my Duolingo streak, but no. when when I finish my Italian, I will translate it into Italian. Ah, uh, see. See. In in Italian. See. All right. Yeah. So uh, that about wraps up this podcast. Yeah. Do you want to talk about some pop culture pleasures? <laughs> Do you have any? Um, probably. I would. I have a pop culture hate at the moment. Oh, and let's that's hear it. Uh, Riverdale season three on Netflix. Riverdale. It sucks so hard, and I have this problem when if I start something, oh, I have no, to finish have to it. Finish. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a couple of books I'm reading that I really hate, uh, <laughs> and Riverdale season three is possibly the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. So that's my pop culture anti-pleasure. Uh, did you read this book? <laughs> Because you don't Which have book? to. This book? <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. No problem. <laughs> Took me two days. No, but um, sounds like you're not um, obeying the law yeah. of the queen. Yeah, no. Self-help. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did read the book. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. No, this is just like my neurosis. It's fine. I have oh, a bunch okay. of these books, but the Riverdale season three is really bad. And because, I mean, obviously pop culture pleasure... It's RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars <laughs> Season 4. And we have Liana, because Liana is not here, but she's sort of here in spirit. So we yes. have to talk about RuPaul's we Drag Race All-Stars Season 4, yeah. uh, which is amazing. Yeah, um, It just started last week. And I'm really looking forward to the next uh, to the next editions. And that's Meanwhile, it. Do you have any pop, any pop culture pleasures? I have a lot, but I don't think we should talk about those. You should save them for the next one. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Okay. So, Susanna, thank you very much. Thank you. For joining me into in this podcast. And um, see you next time, Leona writes a book. Yes. Everybody <laughs> go buy the book. It's buy the in book. stores now. It's published by New Amsterdam. It's available at everywhere you can buy a book. It's even for sale in the Bayenkorf, which is like even my mothership. It's the, the mothership. Yeah. I need a sponsorship deal from the Bayenkorf. So if you're listening... This podcast is sponsored by the Bayenkorf. And Adidas, which is also And sold Adidas. at the Bayenkorf. Oh, so wow. That's it. That's it. Do we Thank you. Do we have anything to say at the end or would you, we just sort of disappear? Um, okay, normally, bye. Liana would... Um, wrap it up. Wrap it up. Yeah, And I'll she wrap would, it up. And she so would, we read a book. She, she would... Um, she would um, summarize everything that we've done yeah. like a TLDR yeah so I can do that but I can't we read a it. book it's awesome buy it there you go okay <laughs> well done bye bye <laughs>